Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. up listeners welcome to another episode of thinking outside the boombox my name is Ahmad and I am your host track number 54 we are back with another week in the books um this is thinking outside the boombox your source for hip-hop and R&B news um it is July 19th uh which means that at least a little bit more than a half of the year has gone by So that means it is time for the mid-year review. Uh, This week, we will be skipping the normal format, no song of the week, um, no press play segment. We're going to jump right into the Dig Deeper segment so that we can get uh, the conversation rolling. Um, In the studio this week, I have two of my homies. I got my homie Gerald. Say what up, Gerald. What's happening? And I got my homie Brandon. Say what up. What's good? What's good? So they are going to join me uh, to have a nice roundtable discussion about hip-hop and R&B. We're going to talk about what songs, what albums, what artists have been doing the best from January through June or from January through July 19th, however you want to think about it. Um, so let's jump right into the Dig Deeper segment. Actually, before we do that, I do want to inform you of a few things, um, because we're not going to do the press play segment. You won't get the full list, but I just wanted to keep you abreast of some albums that are going to be dropping within the next two weeks. Uh, this Friday, Tyler, the creator is dropping his album, Scumfuck Flower Boy. It's a weird title, but I'm sure the music is going to be dope. Meek Mill is also going to be dropping his album Wins and Losses, and judging by a few videos that he has released, he is not considering Drake, Nicki Minaj, Safari, any of those things to be a loss. So, I mean, yeah, yeah, it does seem like he's winning. So, we'll see what Meek's talking about on this Friday. Next Friday, uh, the 28th of July, Amine, I think that's how you say his name, is dropping his debut album, Good For You. And Vic Mensa, Chi-Town native, is finally dropping 
his project, no longer called Traffic, it's called The Autobiography. So seems like he's got some decent features on that. We'll see. We'll see what's good with that. Um, so one thing to mention, this is also the two year anniversary show. I started this podcast, uh, I believe it was July 20th, 2015. So this is two years, 2017 now. Um, we've had a bunch of episodes, I think close to 60 at this point. So we're moving along, moving along really well. So I decided that we should, you know, get some guests in here, celebrate the two year anniversary and talk about some hip hop and R&B. Happy to do it up. Oh, yeah. So the very first category of the mid-year review is best new artists. Now, this is a category that always causes confusion at the Grammys, any place that the BET Awards, any award show that does it, because it's really hard to to uh, clarify what new means. Um, what I usually take new artists to mean is an artist who um, has come onto the scene, who come into the mainstream in a major way. Uh, within these, I guess, past six months, um, or also an artist who put out his first, his or her first project in a major way, or generally an artist who is coming into their own in this time. Someone who may have been out for a while, or not too long, but they're just starting to get a lot of buzz. Yeah, but not that pseudo new with Chance the Rapper when he keeps winning yeah, the awards. Yeah, yeah, like that Chance won the BT Awards, and it's like, but he's been out for like six, seven years. I don't know if he qualifies as new. There's a hustle before the glory. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, so for best new artist, uh, Gerald, who you got? Cash Cardi. Oh, okay. My man did it big this year, you know. Okay. He, uh, he had Broke Boy, uh-huh. some SoundCloud tracks, you know, he was just going off of. And then he kind of got an ASAP mob a little bit. We mm-hmm. didn't see him too much. Mm-hmm. Now, where are you turning without seeing Cardi? That's I mean, true. Dude's got his own wave, even before a self-titled mixtape, which was a debut. Mm-hmm. You know, you saw him on the fringe with Rocky, Ferg, the crew. Okay. But now, I mean, dude's rocking shows. Got the XL, XXL, freshman. Yeah. T- accolade, you know, um. And he got a he got a um, endorsement from Jay Z too. He's got so. an endorsement from Jay Z. I'm pretty sure Magnolia was in a Sprint commercial. Mm, um, really? I think so. I it could be wrong. I could be wow. wrong. Sprint, but he had That's Magnolia, a big deal. and the, the Magnolia track was in there. And uh, yeah, man, people rocking with it. Millie rocking everywhere across the globe. Yeah. And uh, you know he got the own, he's got his own wave. Okay. Can't try to replicate it. Can't really do it. So I think he's uh he's okay. on to something. I respect that. I respect that. Brandon, what you got? I'm going to have to say Made in Tokyo. Oh, good choice. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Uber Everywhere was 2016, but he dropped Skateboard P this year. Mm. Okay. I was vibing with that a lot. Mm-hmm. Got on the XXL freshman list. Yeah. Proud of him. That's real. That's real. It looks like all of our choices are going to be from the XXL freshman list. And, I mean, rightfully so. XXL usually, usually has their finger on the pulse of who's, like, really what's new. I don't really approve of, like, many of the past, like, this groups. This better than others. Yeah, you know? yeah. But I don't I don't think anybody's touching the XXL one. Uh, it had J. Cole, had Big Kendrick. Sean, Kendrick. Was like, Wale in that one? Yeah, I think Wale was in that one. I think that was kind of when it started to fall off a little bit, you know. People yeah. started to you know, kind of, you know question double XL a little bit yeah this year i think they definitely redeemed themselves true although i will even though last year's i didn't think was that good i will admit i do watch the cypher between denzel curry 21 savage lil uzi bird lil yachty and kodak black i probably watched that like once every two months it was entertaining it's wild wild. and Um, 
their their like charisma and the way that they play off each other really helped that cipher. So it's I mean, kind of tragic. You don't hear about Denzel Curry too much. After yeah, that yeah, I haven't heard much about him. But all of the other four are in the news. I mean, I mean Kodak for jail reasons, for but all I the mean, wrong reasons. And yeah, yeah, all the wrong reasons. Um, so my best new artist, I had Amine. Okay. Or Amine. I don't. I've never heard him actually say his name, so I don't know how to say his name. But so mm-hmm. I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Amine. Actually, that sounds that sounds hipper. I like that. I feel like I heard him say it on a video. I was like, I mean, actually. I think yeah. he kind of just lets people rock with it, you know? Hey, yeah. yeah. But um, I like his style. I, I first heard of him when he dropped that Caroline joint, um, and I thought it was fresh. I was like, yo, this song is tight. I played it all the time. He dropped a song, I want to say it was like maybe a month ago, Heebie Jeebies, mm-hmm. that features Kalani. That joint rocks. That's one of my favorite songs of this year. Um, and his music videos are so West Coast. They're super vibrant. Um, you know, you can tell that he's just a young kid that's out here having fun, trying to get money. And he's got bars. He's got bars. And I, I appreciate um, I appreciate his his hustle. So Man. he's my best new artist. XXL Freshman out here shining this year. Definitely. No, I haven't really given Amina too much of a listen. Mm-hmm. It's up until this point, you know, Caroline's. It's hard yeah. to keep it out your ears, but True. I'm actually looking forward to that debut album to, you know, yeah. kind of get a body of work to go off of, you know, yeah. see what's see what's really to him. Yeah, I think he's going to come with the heat. So, yeah, and it, you can always judge an artist by if they can put together, you know, an album and not just a mixtape, but like a... Or a playlist. Yeah, you know? yeah, or a playlist. Yeah. Um, do anybody got any honorable mentions? Anybody that just missed the list? I mean, I think, you know, my honorable mention, you know, Cardi was up there. Cardi was by far, but mm-hmm. I think, you know, Lil Pump's got some stuff going on oh, right now. Oh, um, okay. I mean, okay. he's kind of a troll in his true. own um, his own aura, but he's got some hits. He's got That's a new true. Rich the Kid track. Yeah. Next. Um, I mean, it kind of speaks to, you know, production value these days. Absolutely. Carrying the leg weight, but... Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you can get your oohs and ahs and your ad libs in there with a couple fresh one liners, <laughs> yeah, repeat them a couple times, you own to something. Yeah, high. it goes a long way to nowadays. It really does. Okay, I respect that. I respect that. Brandon, you got an honorable mention? Uh, I have to say, Ugly God. Oh, okay. I was, I was gonna say yeah. that. Okay. Uh, looking forward to the booty tape. <laughs> <laughs> sure, it'll be a bunch of booty libs. You know, a little bit, a couple bars here and there, but. I like the fact that he produces his own music. He looks like he's working hard on it, man. Yeah, yeah. And, and like, as much as he is also a troll, like, especially when me, like, watching, like, his XSL stuff, like, he's got some bars. Like, he can he can spit. You know, you know he's got a nice flow. So, yeah, I, I agree with that. He's he's somebody to look out for. I didn't even have honorable mention for this one. I couldn't I couldn't really think of anybody that I really wanted to put on the list. I just knew that Amine really stuck out for me. But it's a good list. A lot of, a lot of nice new artists who... Are sure to like to tear up the game within the next like yeah. six months the to a year. Is yeah. Okay. Okay. Good list. Uh, let's jump into the next category, which is the best music video. Um, I think last year my choice for this was Beyonce's Lemonade, the entire visual album, because mm-hmm. you couldn't really get better than that. Um, this year we've got we've got a few videos that have really caught my eye. Brandon, what, what was your uh, first choice for this category? First choice was It's Secured. Oh, okay. The DJ Khaled track. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I like how it was just really, it flowed really well. Mm-hmm. Like, the visuals were just really nice. 
I like that. Yeah, Nas um Nas really came through on that one. I'm more on more on him later, but I'm I'm hoping he has a, a big year this year. Is his yeah. album really done? Yeah. You know, he told us last year that it was, but that was last year and yet we're still waiting on it. So TikTok. Yeah, Nas needs to needs to get it together. But okay, that that video was dope. DJ Khaled has released a lot of really good uh music videos for uh, grateful that wild thoughts video i think i talked about that on the podcast yeah. last week man just rihanna you can never go wrong with I think rihanna. Shaw's producing those videos too mm, for real for real you know it's odd sides out here man i mean his name is probably on everything maybe he's the best new artist actually <laughs> i mean he might be even if he's a producer him or know, blue who knows Metro boom is carrying the way with produ- production yeah production you know it's, it's unsung hero i think yeah um for best music video for me I had Humble by Kendrick Lamar. Okay. Um, the Just the visual effects, the cinematics of that video were so dope to me. And especially because we, we hadn't heard a lot from Kendrick at the time. So the, the timing of that release in that video made it even bigger. But, I mean, Homie was killing it. He had, like, all of the religious visuals in there. The he dudes. the streets with that one. Yeah, his, his head was on fire in the video and stuff. Like that was tight, so I I respect Kendrick, um, especially for coming through with a a dope track that had a dope video with it too. So that that was that's my choice. What about you, Gerald? T-shirt, Migos. Oh. I mean, you know, it's literally what would happen if you have like unlimited VC or GTA cash, <laughs> Fallout, you know. <laughs> Have a dope soundtrack and get plopped into the frozen tundra. I yeah, mean, that's real. They they freebasing in the woods yeah. in the middle of a bonfire. Yep. What else they do? Shooting bow and arrows. You think they shot a bow and arrow before that video? <laughs> the Not arrow a didn't look like it went that far. <laughs> Nonetheless, <laughs> visuals actually quite beautiful. Um, yeah, they were in a yeah. good scenery. I don't know where they were, but yeah, uh, looked like they was in some Game of Thrones. Yeah, man. Whoever <laughs> produced that good on them i don't mm-hmm. know who came up with that idea but it's stuck man yeah migos migos has some really good music videos. i feel like people sleep on their music videos their music video for deads with two chains was dope a little eerie but dope yeah yeah definitely eerie. you could tell two chains wasn't fucking with that whole coffin <laughs> <laughs> yo he was he was kind of just like chilling back for a lot of video and he was just like yo what is y'all doing he's man? like i'm gonna go outside and stand on this roof <laughs> Yeah, that was that was a dope one. Okay, yeah. Look out. Check out Migos, y'all. Like, their music videos are tight. They probably got a whole... They got videos probably each track. On yeah, them. yeah. They really are. They, they really do. They got they got a lot of videos. Shout, shout out to their work ethic, because, you know, they, they, they put the music out in, they put the videos out. It's, I think we kind of forget how kind of heavy of a presence they have, and, you know. Yeah. Like, I don't know if it's calculated or not, but their timing mm-hmm. is very well done among most of the rappers I mean that I've seen. even their the timing of the beef they got into with Joe Budden at the BET Awards oh, was perfect. perfect because that their album came out I want to say January and yeah. you know it could have been a time where like people were starting to forget about Migos starting to forget about their music boom Joe Budden beef everybody's like dang Migos is about to fight with Joe Budden let me go listen to Slippery like like <laughs> it was a perfect perfect time for them to get their name back and into the they mix. already were I feel like, I don't know if they were shooing because I don't know who else was up for best new artist, mm-hmm. but who else was gonna get it considering Migos blew up. True. They their album was the heat the winter needed. Yeah, and um I would have considered them for best new artist, but it's just the fact that like yo, they've been out for like they've been hustling three, since, three, like, four years. Yeah. So um anybody have any uh honorable mentions for best music video? Mm. 
No, it's, nah. it's tough this year. I had one. I had um, <laughs> this is a dude named Francis in the Lights. He's been around for like ages. I first heard of him back when Drake was doing Thank Me Later in 2009. But now he's gotten a lot of coverage because he was featured on Coloring Book by Chance. He did like that Summer Friends track. He was on that. I think he was on All We Got, the first track. So he's he's been working with Chance a lot. Okay. So he had a song called May I Have This Dance off of his project. And the music, it features Chance. Chance has a verse on it. And the music video is just Chance the Rapper in like this dance studio with like the big mirror. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, as the music's going, he's just like doing this weird dance in the mirror. And it's like, just like a dark room with like a, a spotlight. And then it's just him dancing by himself for the entire video. And then Francis and the Light runs in at the last minute. And they do this choreographed dance mm. together that it looks kind of corny, but it looks cool just because Chance is there and they're both doing it in sync. Um, but it was just a really simple yet like brilliant video to go with this song. Um, and if you haven't heard the song, you definitely should check that out. It's called May I Have This Dance mm. by Francis and the Lights. And the music video was dope. So, yeah, I really messed with that song. Um, and the music video is definitely entertaining to watch. So that would be my honorable mention uh, for this category. Um, so let's jump into best barbecue friendly song. Now, this category is, uh, you know, the song that you can throw on at a picnic, at a barbecue, at any function, any family function. And your grandma is not going to be mad at it. The kids is going to be vibing to it. And you can still get your life from it. This is the song that, like, you know, it's good for the it's good for the function where you don't want to be playing some, like, No Heart by 21 Savage. But at the same time, you don't want to play, like, some gospel music. Like, this is that nice in-between you song. You won't be judged for your choice. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, Gerald, what you have for, for this category? Redbone, man. Ooh. Um, oh, I didn't even yeah. think of that. Apart from our father, I don't think I've encountered anyone over the age of like 30 who could hate on that song. At least not groove to it. Your dad don't like it? Nah. I showed it to him in the car one time and I was like, yo, listen to this. And he was like, what is he saying? What the hell is this? <laughs> I was like, this is terrible. <laughs> I never thought that older people's older listeners uh-huh. cynical nature would kind of stretch to Redbone. I thought, kind of thought it was untouchable, but... In my opinion, it still is. You know, you put it on, people can vibe to it. Gambino, he does his thing, tells Absolutely. a nice little love story, mm-hmm. talking about some insecurities. Um, but I mean, I pulled up on a barbecue last week. You know, just in the park, they had Redbone on. Right. Everyone kept it moving. No one was, no record scratches. Okay. So, you know, I think it's okay. That's a very good. That's a very good choice. That's a very good choice. I had um. I'm the one by DJ Khaled. Oh, I had to make yeah. another appearance on the list. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like I was, I was listening to it earlier, and just the vibe of that song is so summer. Like it's it's very upbeat and and up tempo, and then you got Justin Bieber, Quavo, Chance the Rapper, and Lil Wayne giving you those nice PG bars. Yeah. <laughs> so that's that's when you know that like yo, they wanted this to be a summer hit. Like nobody really cursed at all. The the beat goes in and like you got all of these big names, like you can get with that. I can I can see like my grandma like listening to this song and not really thinking much of it. Just like, okay, yeah. Get right. your finger snaps And then like, like the kids just like dancing around to it and you I think it's a good choice. DJ Khaled, he's got one with this one, another one. He's you got know a what careful I mean? eye, man. Yeah, he How really hard does. Do you think that Lil Wayne and Quavo had to try to just scale it back? Just <sighs> simplify 
clean it up. Yeah, that it had to be hard. And I mean, Little Wayne, you know, he's been in the game for a while, so he's probably he's probably used to like doing those type of verses. But Quavo, you know, especially with the songs that Migos makes, yeah. like it has to be hard for him to be like, yo. I got to I got to hold this back. I remember watching him on Saturday Night Live or something where I was just like I could or it was some award show where you couldn't curse and I was like I could see him struggling to like <laughs> change the words to something else because that's just not what they used to. Can't talk about Percocets. Nah, just not at all. Not at all. Um but yeah, that was definitely my choice, Brandon. Uh I had on the one too. Okay. It's got that summer vibe to it. It's got summer written all over it. Mhm. Um Basically said every, had everything to say that you said, but strategic release by Khaled on that one. Yeah, yeah. absolutely great with his timing. Mm-hmm. Couldn't have been any better. But my second one, maybe, maybe mm-hmm. was selfish by Future with Rihanna. Oh, okay, off of Hendrix. Yeah, I think it was Hendrix. Yeah, yeah, because I didn't. Um, I loved Future. Future was, but I didn't really give Hendrix too I much really love. Oh, yeah, I like Hendrix. I like Hendrix. But that that's a good that's a good that's a good point. It's a good point. Future definitely scaled it back on that one. Um and Rihanna, you know, it was basically like a Rihanna song feature in future to be honest. So yeah, that's a good choice. That's a good choice. I had um for my uh honorable mention, I had Passion Fruit by Drake. Mm. Now, when we went when we went overseas for our honeymoon, every single place that we went in our hotel every morning, Passion Fruit was playing. And I think it's because of the like like it kind of has like a European vibe. It's got like this like dance beat to it. That like doom 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 doom. And so like most of the time they weren't even playing the words. They were just playing like the instrumental yeah. part. And it, it, I, and I was just like, yo, you throw this on at a barbecue, at a picnic, everybody's in a good mood. Everybody's just like, okay, you might get some people to get up and start two step into it. Like I think that's a a very classic song that you can just throw on in front of the family, yeah. and you can still get your life from it. I even heard it, you know, in the clubs and the bars and what? Like, you know, I mean. It was probably you know kind of creeping up after that. When did he drop? When More life. Oh, I want to say like May. May, May or April. Yeah. But you know, kind of you know, still raining out there. But mm-hmm. passion fruit was vibing. Yeah, yeah, I definitely messed with that. Did you have an honorable mention? I didn't. Um, I mean, I didn't. Um, yeah. Breadbones the would be the go-to if I had the aux cord in my hands. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a very good choice. I I didn't even think Just of that. One yeah. And done. Childish, Childish came through with that one. He came through with that one. Um, let's see. Best Summer Banger. Self-explanatory, but this is the one you get in your car during the summer. You're rolling your windows down. You're driving down the block, and you turn the volume up all the way to 10 or whatever it goes up to. As you ride past, you catch the eye of people on the sidewalk because your music's blaring. They give you a nod. You give them a nod. It's just mutual respect because they're like, yo, you you styling right now. You flexing on us, playing is. this in your car. That's the summer banger. What okay. you got, Jared? You know, actually, given that criteria, I'm going to have to change mine. Because oh, I initially, okay. well, first, before I had two people in the panel have I'm the one. It's the barbecue track. Uh-huh. I had I'm the one. The backup okay. was Wild Thoughts. You know, it's got seduction Ooh. written all over it. That summer heat, that passion. Okay. That counts. That counts. But... That's not what I'm bumping. <laughs> With the speakers that loud and me looking for those nods. So You're not going down the street? Swipe it out of there. <laughs> Got wild if thoughts we, going? If we putting it that way, Met Gala. Yeah, oh, okay. Gala. That's an offset, right? Offset. Well, it's actually Gucci Mane. You would think it was Offset's track oh, with how hard he goes. Okay. But he carries the track. I have to adjust the bass when I play it loud so that I don't blow out a speaker. But okay. But it slaps. 
it goes on throughout. Normally, people mm. kind of die down a little bit with that second verse. It's kind of hard uh-huh. to create the momentum. Gucci picks it up. But Offset set the bar high. He came with Bars. It. Bars, fam. Ooh, good choice. Woo! Woo! That's a summer bang if I ever heard one. It's mean. <laughs> it really is. Ooh, we didn't even get to Gucci's part. Offset, offset is all you need, really. Really. Okay, I, I mess with that. I mess with that. Brandon, what you got? Summer banger. All right, so I had Matt Gallup, but I'm gonna go. I'm gonna have to pick another thing. Okay. I'm gonna go out with I style my arms. Oh. Ungrateful. Oh. Future. Okay. Migos. Okay. Ti. Ti kills it too. Yeah. He came in on that one. Yeah. First listen, I thought the song was over. Then Ti hops in, and I'm like, okay, okay, yeah. I see you. And I and you know we haven't gotten in, we haven't gotten a lot of good Ti bars in a minute too and he, he came hard I, I I needed that he didn't he didn't say any like SAT words on the verse either like you know Ti he, he he brought he brought the heat he brought what we needed from that I mean he definitely kind of maybe took some attention off of that whole thing with Tiny I don't know what mm-hmm. happened I don't even know if they're still together because it seems like it but yeah. He came with the smoothness, you know. He really did. He didn't try to put his own. He didn't try to impose his typical flow on mm-hmm. the track. He adapted. Okay, yeah, good choice, good choice. Uh, so my number one pick for Summer Banger is the Mask Off remix with Kendrick Lamar. Oh. Now, I could have just done Mask Off by itself because that came out this year, and that by itself was a Summer Banger. We we're gonna be hearing that for the next like year and a half, and we're still hearing it in the clubs. Definitely. But when Kendrick came on that remix it it changed everything for me like the way he comes in is so dope and then he bodies he bodies the beat for like a full like minute maybe maybe 90 90 seconds who knows but like he he came hard and he it was that Kung Fu Kenny it was the one that who can give us some some really good features and it was right off of releasing damn so you know it was just showing him that like yo don't forget about me. I know no I just way. released Damn, but like I got the features too. Like it was it was a heat check from Kung Fu Kenny. It do really we, was. Do we think that stylistically Kung Fu Kenny comes with something different than K Dot or Kendrick Lamar? Like, are they? Because like, I is mean, each of the the people the, each of those? It's a new. It's like a new kind of like nickname. But we didn't hear Kung Fu Kenny until hmm. that perfect pint track which kind of came out around the same time as down that's true maybe it maybe came before but i don't know i feel like kung fu kenny might i don't know his introduction has some nice things associated yeah that's that's true that's true and like i i think you might be onto something i think that maybe kung fu kenny is, is it's a leveling up for kendrick he has this thing in his music that he's been doing for a while where he always talks about leveling up like there was a song he did I don't remember what song it was but it was like maybe Good Kid maybe Section 80 Days where he talked about like yo uh, I'm on level 4 I'm leveling up to number 5 and then on DNA he was like level number 9 10 is on the way No. so it's like yo he's been like keeping track of these levels and he's been leveling up through his career and he's been saying it on his verses so I think Kung Fu Candy might just be another level that's I mean, that's what level we at right now it's kind of a rebranding thing you know you gotta yeah. let people know that you know you can you got some other stuff but yeah don't get bored yeah Kendrick's out here okay um for my honorable mention for Summer Banger I actually got put onto this song relatively recently 
but it's woke up like this by Playboy Cardi, yeah. featuring Lil Uzi Vert. Yo, when I first heard that song, I was it. I saw Cardi in a whole nother light, and Lil Uzi Vert's verse was tight. Like that that song goes in for me. That song goes in for me. If y'all listening. Spotify, Apple Music, title, whatever you're on, go get that song. It's woke up like this, one word, and there's an asterisk at the end because Playboy Cardi's a G like that. Yeah. Um, and that's not the first track Uzi had with Playboy Cardi. Yeah, they've they've got like maybe have, three or four. They have looking, they have uh-huh. uh, woke up like this, and then there's I feel like there's a couple more. Uh, I don't know, but you think a collab with them could be on the way? Absolutely, oh, yeah. absolutely, I can see it, and and that would be tight. That would be tight. Definitely. Um, do you all have any um, honorable mentions for Best Summer Banger? Yeah, I mean, it's not one, you know, got the volume on 10, I'm bumping mm-hmm. the bass in the car, because it really doesn't have that much bass, but <laughs> Portland <laughs> off Ooh. of More Life. Oh, that's um, real. I do think Drake got bodied on his own track on that one, because oh, sure. Quavo comes in, you know, mm-hmm. I turn him with the left hand, Grisetta <sighs> yeah. Blanco with the trap moves. Yeah. Um, but, you know, he does it, he does his thing. Travis, you know, gets real melodic with the, mm-hmm. with the outro, but I mean, it's uh, it's got that little cute intro in the beginning, but then yeah. it's just smooth throughout. Yeah, yeah, I mess with that. Okay, okay, Brandon, what you got? Uh, another one off the Drake playlist album. Uh huh. Galchester. Oh yeah, Galchester. That's a good one. Or yeah, Man. that's a really good one. Yeah. yeah. I still listen to that probably once a week. Bass is always booming. Mhm, and I, I hope that I can get to see a a Drake concert where he performs that because I know I know it goes in. I've seen videos and he just pretty much loses his mind. I mean, what was it like? The was it the Billboard Wars where he had that performance? Yeah, where he performed like in the middle of a river. Yeah, <laughs> Yo, that was so tight. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a good choice. That's definitely a summer banger. It's we've had a lot of summer bangers this year. It's been a good summer. Um. 2016, I, I, I will say this until somebody tops it, but it's one of the best years we've ever had for music. So many people released albums last year. Like you had J. Cole, Beyonce, uh, I think Drake snuck in there with one last year. Mm. Um, it was just, it was so many just like releases from some of our Ye favorite artists. One. Yeah, yeah. Ye dropped, Chance dropped. Like last year was a big year. Um, and I wasn't sure how 2017 will hold up because it's like when that many people drop in one year, yeah. who's left for the rest of the year? But we we've had some we've had some some good uh, some good songs. And There's good. also no telling if you know Beyonce could drop another album. <laughs> Yo, really. She really could. She really could. You you can't underestimate Queen B. Because really I mean can. the whole saga with the whole Jay Beyonce mm-hmm. marital struggle is mm-hmm. kind of got wrapped up before 44. So true. It's time for Beyonce to start moving on to that pop flow with uh without the marriage subtext yeah that's real she might give us another uh self-titled album or like like that type of sound yeah. rather than what she gave us on just go kill Lemonade. the club with it yeah hey why not why not yeah you, i i will tell you the internet will blow up if she drops an album this year like nobody's expecting she it freaking but breaks it yeah she does okay it's a good category um let's jump into best feature so this is a um, person who was a featured artist on someone else's track, and they completely bodied it. Uh, I'll go first on this one. My number one is Young Thug on Sacrifices by Drake off of More Life. So that song had Drake, uh, 2 Chains, and Young Thug. 
And all three of them, all three of them had good verses. Two Chains came with it, Drake came with it. But when Young Thug came through on that last verse, I could hear every word he was yeah, saying. He was probably. speaking so coherently. And then he bodied it with the wordplay and all of the different like um double entendres and stuff. I was like, yo, this is one of the best verses I've ever heard by Young Thug. I had to have that be the best feature for me. Mm-hmm. Um what about you, Gerald? What you have? Best feature? Frank Ocean on Raph. Ooh, okay. People sleep on Frank's bars, and this is not the they first do. time he's done it either. That's true. He had that track with he had the feature verse on Oldie. Uh huh. The OF tape. Yep. Cole. I I'm blanking on his other featured rap verses now, but Raph. You know, I liked what Quavo did with it. Mm-hmm. I like how ASAP Rocky came in with the intro. You know, set mm-hmm. the tone. Things die down with Uzi Vert, which they inherently can do yeah, you know yeah. Adam Bougie I had skipped when the third verse comes <laughs> on but Frank comes in with that little auto tune faded in intro mm-hmm. for his verse and then he just goes off he does he bodied it and and I also appreciated it because like it seems that the era of Frank Ocean that we had for the past four years has passed you know he dropped Channel Orange and then he I guess took a sabbatical for four years and every year we thought Frank was dropping, he didn't. And then, you know, he dropped two albums in one year. But instead of retreating like he very well could have, yeah. and what I expected him to do after dropping two albums, he started Blonded Radio on Apple Music. And he's been releasing, like, at least for, like, about five weeks, he released, like, a new track every every week. We had Sly with Calvin Harris. We had Biking with Jay-Z and Tyler the Creator. We had Lens um Raph like he's been he's been present since he dropped his two albums and that's what I want from him in terms of you know general comfort with the status of their career I think Frank is the dark skin J. Cole you know both of them they're in their own aura and Mm -hmm. realm of their art in terms of R&B and rap but Mm -hmm. I think that also people kind of get mad at J. Cole for that you know he's got that rap Association where you kind of keep things coming, you stay in the visual eye, mm-hmm. the people's eye, you know, you in the club making appearances, you at the games. Yep. Frank does pretty much the same thing, if not for longer. True. He dropped his album before Cole. Cole, he dropped his album. People kind of had mixed reviews on it. People mm-hmm. loved Blonde. Yeah. But, I mean, they're about as frequently in the public eye and on the music well, sure. scene as they, as each other, and people still love them. But yeah. Frank. He's beloved among many, true. If not everyone, true. He's he's already a legend. If you ask me, like just all the music that he's dropped, like there's there's not a single Frank album that I don't mess with. Like even going all the way back to Nostalgia Ultra. So yeah, that definitely a, be- a best feature on Raph. He's one of those people who, <clears throat> excuse me, he's one of those people who it's hard to not like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, his music is it's so pure. Like it's just. He gets on there, he spits his heart out, and then, you know, he leaves. Sacred. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, Brandon, what you have for best feature? Uh, best feature? Rihanna kind of took over on this one, but loyalty. Mm, Rihanna, Kendrick. Kendrick Lamar. Yep, that was my honorable mention. It's a great one. Um, something about Rihanna and the way that she sings and can also rap, like, at the same time. Mm-hmm. She's, like, a better version or... In my opinion, like a better version of Nicki Minaj. Huh. Like Nicki's trash. 
<laughs> Casual slander for Nicki Minaj, Gerald. I don't believe Rock would have liked that. I'm not afraid to say yeah. so. That's real. That's real. She hasn't. She hasn't produced an album that I've appreciated ever. Yeah. So yeah, I'll, I'll give you that. But Rihanna, though, many. Like Rihanna, she's got the great sound, and she's fine at the same time. <laughs> you true. couldn't stay away. You couldn't stay away. <laughs> you had to say it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I agree. And not many people can like go toe to toe with Kendrick on his own track. Mm-hmm. And she did that. And she did it effortlessly. Like yeah. it was it was so easy for her. Um and it, it made me want more like Rihanna featured on like a hip hop type track. Like mm-hmm. like she she hasn't been doing many features over the past few years because she's been, you know, Getting her paper up, like doing fashion. Also and ask Rihanna, hey, you want to be featured on my track? <laughs> right. She's like, um, no. It goes the other way around. She's like, if I'm on it, it's my track. <laughs> so, but yeah, I, I agree. That was my honorable mention, uh, was Rihanna on Loyalty. Um, did anybody else have any honorable mentions for Best Feature? Mm. I had Offset on that gala. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's, it's hard to not see how that can fit into multiple categories. <laughs> but I mean, sure. I couldn't. I can't really say. Um, yeah, I can't really pinpoint okay. that one. Okay. Yeah. Good. Good category for uh, Offset, Rihanna, Young Thug. Um. All right. So let's drop into the the big three for for this conversation. So we're gonna start with album of the year for R and B. I'll go first. My number one, and people might have forgotten about this because it came out in I think I want to say January February, but Sid who was an odd future, also part of the internet. She dropped an album back earlier this year called Fiend, F-I-N. And I still listen to it to this day, and I still think, like even though it came out so long ago, and it's really hard for artists who drop in the beginning of the year, I'm sure, especially for Grammy consideration, but even when I'm doing stuff like this, it's hard for me to like remember, like unless I've been listening to it constantly, like albums that came out especially when you drop in the beginning of the year it's hard to remember if it dropped in january if it dropped in december like those are pretty much like the same month really when you're thinking back on it but that album is flames like sid is she's a she's a star and whether it's with internet or by herself she she shines really brightly and that entire album is full of like old school r&b sounds but she's got that new school r&b she can get that like trap r&b going uh and i thought it was one of the best r&b albums to drop this year um so shout out to sid that would be my number one choice uh yeah yeah, what you got as much as i like sid too Mm -hmm. and i love the internet I missed that one. I actually mm. missed that album. I actually haven't heard it yet. Yeah, it was so kind of quiet. She didn't promote it that uh, much. I'm going to have to give that a go. And I mean, yeah. I think our future people really don't promote their stuff that much. Oh, that's real. It's, that's real. They just got that following from, you know, what was it, like 2012, 2011? Yeah, it's a cold yeah, following. It's cold following. It really stay is. to it. But um, for mine, you know, I, I need to work on my R&B chops a little mm-hmm. more. And I think it's kind of a product of you know r&b sound being conflated into rap a little bit more than it has been in the past as well as pop but i'm gonna say awaken my love by child scambino i had that album on repeat for weeks it's raw it is emotional it's pop at the same time Mm -hmm. and gambino you know for someone who has 
promoted himself as someone willing to try new projects. I think that camp was very different than mm-hmm. because of the internet. Then that was very different because of from Awaken My Love. Mm-hmm. And this was my favorite album that he did okay. because of that kind of pseudo funk jazz vibe, mm-hmm. mixing it in a little bit with the hip hop and pop Absolutely. and um, pop in the pot. But I mean, it, you just know what you're gonna get once you hear. Uh, me and your mama. Once mm-hmm. that once that guitar kicks in on that bass drop, it's hard hitting. It mm-hmm. stings, and I think that all throughout the album, he's dropping bits and pieces that just stick with you. You know, mm-hmm. um, he really went all in with that one. And I mean, I'm not even mad at him for kind of wrapping up his musical part of his career yeah. after his next album because Awaken My Love was so memorable in my mind. Yeah. I love because of the internet too. It's gonna be sad when when Bino leaves. He seems to be over the whole music thing. And um, uh, Chance said I think recently that he was planning on dropping some collaborations that him and Bino had, and maybe even an album that they had put together. It so needs to just happen. I hope for that because they were talking about that one because of the internet came out. Yeah, they really were. We got the taste with um, with worse guys, but uh-huh. more to be desired. Yeah, true. Okay, good choice, Brandon. I have. True to Self by Bryson Tiller. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, there were a lot of bangers on there. And I felt like the the transitions from song to song were like really nice. It was a fluid tape. Yeah, um, absolutely. Very cohesive. Not, not many artists can have like a well put together discography mm-hmm. where it's just track after track and it's seamless. Mm-hmm. I, I listened to it first time straight through. I couldn't really tell when the first one started mm-hmm. and then and the other one ended. It was really nice. Man, it's a big tape. Yeah. Yeah. While I was packing, it was, yeah. it was still rolling for a while. But um, he's got a point, you know, it is a cohesive album. But it kind of makes it a little hard to listen to, you know, have the track come on on shuffle mode, you mm-hmm. know? True, uh, true. And it's so long that I kind of refrain from putting it on and playing it all yeah. the way through because it's about an hour or so. That's that's how I felt about Trap Soul last year. Um, I think Trap Soul actually won this, possibly I don't remember, but I think it was definitely in the running for this category for me last year. And it's an album that you can listen to front to back, every song bangs. And yeah, True to Self definitely does the same thing. Uh, okay, anybody have any honorable mentions for this category? Yeah, I mean True to Self is my honorable mention, and uh, you know if I gave Scissors tape a little bit more time, I probably mm. would have had it as the number one, but um, just never got around to it. Um, I don't know what track she had featured with Kendrick Lamar, but that was yo. Dope. But it's I dope. Mean, Doves in the wind is what it's called. Yeah. That was my. That's my honorable mention. That was amazing. I had a really tough time today figuring out if it was going to be Finn by Sid or Control by SZA, and I listened to them back to back just to get a final take on which one I think is better. And Sid edged SZA out, but SZA really comes into her own on this album. She's a savage. She's got that beautiful voice. Yep. The Weeknd is a song on there that's dope. She's got Love Galore with Travis Scott. She's got Broken Clocks, uh, Doves in the Wind with Kendrick. Like, she, it's a very polished album. And I think it, um, when I do my albums of the year list come December, um, I think she'll definitely be on the list with this one. I also love how she's on the TDA tip where it's like you drop one thing and you just wait an eternity to do it again. I mean, <laughs> I feel much. like, you know, someone's in there like punches like, Hey, um, 
just don't forget to drop an album. Like, <laughs> we're, we're going to need that soon, you know? When's the last time we had something from her? I mean, I know it was with Child's, I feel like it was with uh, Child's Play, when she yeah, had that was, track with Chance, but I don't know, Tape Babylon. It was called Z. Oh, yeah, was called Babylon Z? was the name okay, of the song. Babylon was in the same song. Yeah, but Z, yeah, Babylon was with Kendrick Lamar, yeah. and Child's Play was with Chance, and yeah, it was called Z. That was a, while that was a long know, time ago. SZA dropped it this couple week, couple months, like last month, really. Yeah. And yeah. the relevancy is still there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Brandon, have any uh, honorable mention? No, I don't. Okay. I'm not really too well versed in my R and B music. So I I'm feel trying you. to do the same. Yo, yo, just t- tune into the podcast every week. I got you. Hey, I got you on the R and B tip. I'm out here. Um, all right, so let's jump into album of the year for hip hop. Now, this this is I think going to be a very interesting discussion. So I'm interested to see. What you all have is number one. Let's start with you, Brandon. What do you have as your album of the year for hip hop? Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. I have to put "Damn" as my number one album. There we go. It, it's just it's so good. Like you can't forget about it. Mm-hmm. It's always gonna be there. And Kendrick is just—he just has a voice that is always gonna be there. Mm-hmm. He's able to put out features at the same time, so it's not like, oh wait, where'd he come from? When did I, when did his album drop and all that? Yeah, he definitely, um, definitely rocked the the core of the earth with that one. Yeah, yeah, that was my number one as well. I, I it could it couldn't be any other album for me. Um, I talked a couple episodes ago when he dropped about this theory floating around on the internet about how damn was meant to be listened to front and back i don't know if yeah, you all have heard I this heard, theory i heard the re- I heard the rewind theories so i i did it i listened i like created a playlist in apple music where it starts with duckworth and it goes backwards all the way to blood and the the meaning that you take out of the album when it's listened to forward completely different backwards um and who knows if Kendrick actually meant for it this way. There are a couple interviews where he maybe hints at that that's the thing, but I won't know for sure. But I'm going to assume that that's the case. And if that's the case, this is one of the best conceptual albums I've ever heard. Like To be able to make an album with that concept, execute it perfectly, and to for each song to fit that mold... Like Kendrick, Kendrick is one of the greatest rappers of this generation. Like that's just what I could even say ever because I mean you know I heard the bits I heard a kind of a subset of your theory where parts of the album were kind of like a it's kind of a distorted um, just forward moving sound but mm-hmm. I heard when you play it in reverse like when you rewind it it says something different mm. so I could totally see like if you were to actually listen to the album in reverse chronological order. Mm-hmm. Maybe even putting those bits and pieces in rewind. Interesting. I don't know. Scary to think that he's that good to be paying much that much attention. But <laughs> yeah. I can also see how there's a devolution with listening to Duckworth and then ending with Blood. Yeah, absolutely. Um, just to avoid a damn sweep because it was my number one. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna say Jay Z's 444. Okay, that was my honorable mention. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know, so I'll put damn in honorable mention just to be devil's advocate, but 444. <laughs> I mean, it really says, the tape says everything once you hear Kill Jay-Z. I mean, I've heard things where they say it's mostly, you know, it's kind of that therapeutic, you kill 
uh, the image or the person that rep is represented with the image and you just build from scratch. And I mean, I think that it was the much needed follow up to Lemonade, you know, mm -hmm. I mean, from a journalistic perspective too, like you get both sides of that. Yeah, argument. absolutely. And I think that there was an argument because Jay-Z is admitting many wrongdoings mm -hmm. and going against the pimp persona, the hustler persona that yep. he had before he got, even during, while he was dating Beyonce, most of what the persona his career was predicated on, mm -hmm. he got rid of it. I mean, big pimping. Yeah. Um, what, God, that's the most memorable line. I mean, I uh, big pimping. Yeah. But it's, um, but he literally says he'll never it ends love with, I don't, someone I don't need him or something. Ever. He's like, yeah. I'll never love someone ever. <laughs> and maybe that was just what, what he was going in the pimp persona in that song specifically. But many times he said, you know, I'm not, that's not me. Yeah. Relationships. Nah. And to kind of see how that culminated into, um, culminated into this album, kind of seeing how all that affected the marriage, his life, and then ultimately how he was able to bring it together on this album to kind of knock that persona down many pegs, mm -hmm. admit his wrongdoings, and also just, you know, go with all the lessons that he's had from these things that we may not know about that happened in his marriage. I mean, he talks about mm -hmm. the infidelity. He talks about the impact on Beyonce, the loss of innocence, talks about how blue would feel i mean all of it is just you know it's gritty and it's raw it's that rawness where like the wind blows on you and it hurts like mm -hmm. he exposed himself fully with yeah, this album and vulnerable. he left it all out there but even with all the things that he maybe have may have done in his marriage with his family nothing is tarnished because of that honesty. I mean, mm -hmm. you don't see a lot of people coming that straightforward about their personal matters, mm -hmm. let alone two of the most high-profile celebrities of True. our time. True. And the most secretive ones. Mm -hmm. We don't really get much about their public life, private lives anyway. So, he did this, and it was also cool how he kind of consulted Beyonce in the process. I mean, he was playing her tracks. Yeah. I don't know if she had veto power, but <laughs> I'm sure she was sitting there, you know, bobbing her head give that thumb of approval and walk uh -huh. out and like a little bit of anger moment yeah then, and know, i mean I, I talked a lot about this album uh last week um but one of the things i said was it was very interesting how after he gave the actual 444 track the titular track where he had the big apology the very next track was family feud and he had beyonce featured on it like that was just like a stone cold like you know admission like yo like all of this happened, but we're still good. I still got the baddest chick in the world wearing my chain, and he he's gonna <laughs> act like it now. Yeah, I mean yeah. there was a huge butt to every wrongdoing he admitted to because mm -hmm. it appears that they're still solid. You know, they had the twins just recently. Yeah, shout outs to Beyonce and Jay Z. I mean, it was just a good thing he made some digs at Ye. Yeah, few. non non few. non subtle at all. But mm -hmm. I mean, four forty four was amazing, but. It wasn't good enough for me to get a title subscription. <laughs> <laughs> That's real. I I hopped back on to it because I was we were overseas when it dropped, and I was like, I need to listen to this. Like, I need to listen to this right now. So I just hopped on and and re-upped my title subscription for a month. I was like, whatever. I'll just yeah. end it in a month. I need to hear it. But yeah, I think when Grammy discussion happens, uh, when the Grammys come back in February, it will be 
a big discussion, and we're going to be hearing this everywhere. It's going to be Dam versus 444. And it's not it's not going to be as easy as like an old head versus uh, like young generation um, decision because I think that both of these albums speak to kind of the same crowd. Like, yeah. like the, the mumble rap generation and the, and the generation that really likes that type of music, they don't really mess with Kendrick that much because, you know, they think he's too preachy. They think he's, you know, you know, too righteous. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, and at the same time, they're not really messing with Jay-Z that much either. I mean, they, they respect him as an OG, but as far as, like, really listening to it, like, you, Lonzo Ball himself said that yeah. Issa by 21 Savage was a better album than His 444 by Jay-Z. definitely doesn't resonate with the crowd. Yeah. That is, so yeah. it's going to be an interesting conversation when some of those same crowds... Or the same crowds, like the the conscious crowd, the old heads are going to be having to choose between Kendrick and Jay Z because I think that's what's going to unless somebody drops a bombshell album between now and December, I think that we've already heard the best albums of the year. I think Damn wins. Yeah, I, th- I think so too. That's also given that the Grammys doesn't do some weird shit. Now, and they always do. I can easily see Jay Z taking it because Jay Z is the bigger name as far as Grammys are they concerned. They're big on going with the safe option. Yeah, so it'll be it'll be interesting. I'm I'm, I'm excited to have more conversations about that. I but okay, Damn's album of the year. Period. Ooh, yeah, yeah. It's very relevant. Yeah, but, but I mean, and I know for a fact that it probably won't win the album of the year. That. The Grammy, yeah, they're not progressive enough for that. No. And I mean they. I, I will give them props for hearing us out and allowing mixtapes to be nominated for Grammys. That's how Chance won three, well, two of his three Grammys last year. One was for Best New Artist. Um, but they still got they still got some work to Producers do. Producers need Grammys. Metro Woman needs a Grammy. For real. For real. Um, okay, did you have honorable mention, Brandon? Or was Damn Your Win All Be All? I did. Um... I wasn't expecting so much heat from Two Chains, but Pretty Girls like trap music. Yo, he he brought it. He went off with that one. I agree. I agree. He um, you know, he's consistent. You always know what you're gonna get yeah. from Two Chains, and even though he's kind of silly and he like, you know, he gives you these like these entertaining like raps a lot of time. Like he has bars. Like people forget yeah. Yeah. how Titty Boy used to rap from like Duffel Bag Boy days. Like. Like he's a, he's a real rapper. And the thing is too, you know, as much as he does give those silly bars, he does drop bits of wisdom here and there. And I think with this album, he kind of solidified his presence, mm-hmm. unofficial presence, at least in this sense, as like the trap preacher. Like two chains yep. is delivering the sermon. Yeah. I mean, sleep when you die. Believe in yourself. No one else is gonna believe in you. Mm-hmm. Go hard. Do it big. I yep. mean, he. And meanwhile, he's making songs like Good Drink, right. OG Kush Diet. Right, 4 a.m. 4 a.m., yeah. what else? I mean, my favorite track on the album is Trap Check. Mm, but okay. even with all that, you know, he's in a good place with his sound right now and his whole presence in the rap game. Yeah, he's yeah. not going anywhere for a long time. I mean, he has. Yeah. He's been around since... Shit, two thousand yeah three went double that. Probably. Probably before. Probably he's, on before Luda, he's on some Luda albums. Yeah, yeah. And, um... And he's he's got more bars for us. So he he's one of those rappers who can be around for a while because he's he he knows how to adapt. Yeah. So he can he can flow in and out of whatever's popping at the time very easily. But yeah, I agree. Pretty girls like trap music is a good album. Okay. 
Good category. So now we're hopping into the very last category of the segment, most anticipated album. So this is based off of what you've heard, who you think will drop between now and the end of the year. What album are you most excited for that's going to drop this year? Uh, Brandon, let's start with you. What you got? Uh, I have the Travis Scott and Quavo collab. Ooh. That was mine. mine. Okay. Where's it at? I really hope it drops this year. I really do. It better drop. Quavo can't just put something on his Twitter feed and then just have it not come out. That's true. That's true. I, 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 yeah, I'm very excited for that. They play off of each other really well. Yeah. And that, that, that's going to give us summer bangers for the next two years. It's two it unbelievable uses of auto-tune <laughs> and melody and True. rapping, Quavo more than Travis, that yeah. would really complement each other. Well. Yeah, revolutionary uses of auto-tune. Like, even though almost everybody uses auto-tune nowadays... When you hear Travis Scott or Quavo on a track, you know that it's them. Yeah. Yeah. You're not confused like, wait, who is this? Is this like their their auto tune is unique. Definitely. The way that it works with their voices. Yeah, I agree. They know how to use auto tune really well and it's something that like they've obviously gotten better at, but it's mm-hmm. like it's turned into a craft that they've been able to Oh, like, absolutely. They definitely don't saturate it either. Mm-hmm. No. They they know that that's their thing. They can make it work, but it's not it's not hard it's not easy to hate um no yes it's not easy to hate yeah yeah i agree um i had uh astro world by travis scott to keep on that theme as my most anticipated album um i talk a lot on the podcast about how travis scott has been like my most improved artist for the past like four years he I, if you had told me five years ago Travis Scott would be one of my favorite rappers, I would have laughed in your face. Same. Um, but he has. He's taken, he's taken my music choice by storm. Like, he is my favorite trap artist. Like, as soon as he dropped Days Before Rodeo, I was in. He dropped that, and I was like, yo, okay, I messed with a lot of this. Skyfall? Uh, drugs? I forgot the name of that song. Drugs We Should Try or something like that. Then he dropped Rodeo. That was tight. He dropped Birds in the Trap Sing McKnight. That was mm-hmm. tight. Countless features in between those times. like, And he's gotten better every single album. I can't wait for Astro World. I think it's going to be lit. I think if he tour, when he tours after Astro World, it's going to be insane. There will probably be some riots because people are going to be so amped up. Like Might get arrested again. <laughs> yeah, for real. I, I, think, I think this album is going to come with some heat. And people sleep on how creative Travis is. Like, his music and the production on his music has a lot of layers. Like, he samples, like, R&B tracks in his songs. Like, he's not just your average trap rapper. Like, he's he's very creative and innovative. And I'm always excited when he drops a project. So I hope that that goes hard. I don't think it's a sense done. I think he's still climbing. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, what about you, Gerald? What are you looking forward to? You know, um... My main, the main thing I'm looking for is the Quavo and Travis album. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's been mentioned. I'm looking for a new Gucci album. Oh. Man has flooded the streets since he came out of prison. That's true. And I know we're going to get one for 1017 on the wedding day. Oh. Either before or after he goes on that honeymoon. Oh. But he's going to leave 2017 with one more tape for us to just grow on. Ooh, 1017 17 too? Yeah, he's definitely It's going to happen, man. He's going to be playing it at the reception. <laughs> walk down the aisle to it. I mean, he came out with Walktober. Yep. 
uh, drop top wah. Uh-huh. I'm missing one. Oh, it's um Se- East Atlanta Santa. Yep, yep. So meanwhile, the fourth album was the first one he came out of Everybody dropped looking. out of prison. Everybody looking. Yeah. Man's it's got four albums within a calendar year. That's that's and incredible. You know he's gonna sneak one more in because that's just is. what Gucci does. How much content do we know of that he has just sitting on, either from prison or before he went to prison? True. Lord knows. But he doesn't sit on it, which is what True. I love about Gucci. He gives the people what they want. Yeah. And I think that he will do so before this year is done. Okay. Yeah, I agree. We're definitely definitely going to get another Gucci album by the end of the year. Um, my honorable mention, we talked a little bit about this earlier. Nas, where you at, bro? It ain't done. Where you at? You said Nas' album was done in 2016. It is July 2017. We still ain't got your DJ album, DJ Khaled lapping on. Yeah, he really is. DJ Khaled has dropped a whole nother album since Nas said that his album was done on DJ Khaled's last album. Bro, what happened? Um, he hasn't dropped a project since Life is Good, which I'm pretty sure was 2014. Um... So we're due for another Nas album, and I think that it's going to be dope because Nas is one of the best rappers to ever live. Like, that's just facts. So he's going to have enough to talk about between three years ago and now. I think it's time for that project. Um, Brandon, or do, we, do you have honorable mention, Brandon? I do. Uh, ASAP Rocky. Ooh. Where's that? Definitely slipped past me. Hasn't dropped. Um, Long Live ASAP, no. Yeah, that, or no, it no. was all, all, it was, it was Allah, it was the, the, at long last, yeah, yeah, at long last yeah. ASAP, yeah. That was, that was a, two summers ago. Oh, maybe it was, yeah. I mean, I think it was like, I was gonna be a sophomore in college. I remember listening to so, a version once. Maybe twenty fifteen. It was twenty fifteen, summer twenty fifteen. Okay. So yeah, he's he's due for one. And he's been he's been featured on a few tracks, so I think maybe you know he's in the studio. I think he's definitely got something coming. Yeah. That's a good choice. Hopefully. Okay. Uh Gerald, you have a honorable mention? Yeah, yeah. Um I don't it's not even that I really care about it anymore. I'm I'm just waiting on the I'm just waiting to hear it. Where's the Carter Five? If Martin Shkreli yeah. got it, why don't we have it yet? Yeah, this is this is becoming one of the the biggest travesties of the past decade in hip hop is the whole beef between Birdman and Lil Wayne and how his music is being held back. Like yeah. Lil Wayne just wanted to drop this album and retire in peace. Like he's he's said like Carter Five is gonna be my last album. I just wanted to retire when I get to I forgot what age. Um, and be done with it. But now he's, you know, sticking around because he wants to see this work released and it's being held back. But, yo, we need the Carter Five. We really do. I mean, I don't yeah. even know what sticking around for Lil Wayne means anymore because he kind of just, you know... Yeah. I mean, he's probably skateboarding more than he's rapping now. True. But, you know, we hear a verse from him now and then. He had mm-hmm. one. Um, he had one on Mike Will Made His Tape. Uh, but, I mean, at this point, whatever we get from Lil Wayne, it's like... It's like the kid who's already full on squeeze, but just sees the candy. <laughs> they want, they just want it. They just want it. Pretty they much. might not, it might not sit well. 
They might not like it. They might regret that they got it. Mm-hmm. But we got it, and we can just be done with it. And the Carter 5, I mean, it's... The Carter 4 wasn't that great. Didn't love too much. No, I hated it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I hated it. I, I, I didn't like it. I didn't fuck with it. But... You know, I I would just like to see what happens with the Carter yeah. Five if he gets back on that the Carter Three glory. I mean, yeah, he's had so sure. much time now; for he sure. can refine it as much as he wants. But Birdman's fucking up. It's it's gotten to the point where I hate like what Birdman was doing to him so much that I just wanted I want the album to be released just so that like Little Wayne can finally be free and we can hear it. But like before this happened, I wasn't even thinking about the Carter Five because I hated his last album. But now I'm just like, yo, let's just let it be released so that we can we can hear it and he can, you know, go out as the legend that he always will be. But yeah, Carter Five needs to drop this year. I we mean, really need yeah, that. it's just also like how do you go from you know, on good terms with a dude who you kissed mm-hmm. on the mouth <laughs> And True. now it's just this level of pure hatred where yeah. Lil Wayne's on the stage like, fuck Birdman. Mm-hmm. I feel like he's still shouting out the rock at this point of his career, which he shouldn't be. Mm-hmm. And Birdman's just holding the music hostage. Yeah. It's a sad time. Sad time for hip-hop. But sad note to end on. But Yeah, but I mean, hey, there's, there's a lot more good music to come. Speaking of good music, I mean, apparently Cruel Summer was supposed to drop yeah. this year, but Cruel it is now very close to being oh no sorry not cruel summer cruel winter so that could still happen that could still drop december january i mean they but, do got champions still oh, floating out there as a single but yeah and cruel summer was all right oh, i heard something about migos oh culture two oh, gonna drop culture no, two gonna drop that's gonna drop and migos was in the studio migos with kanye, in the studio with kanye for, like two hours for two hours yeah it's, i saw a tmz video yeah, where yeah. this dude was just like in the bushes <laughs> like <laughs> with the video camera and just looking at kanye vibing out in the studio with yeah. migos it was weird but very interesting yeah so i mean who turbo graphics six could drop this year if kanye could get his shit together i mean, I mean kanye he's very sunken place oh oh yes and that's the music, his permanent home the music will um, I won't say it will suffer it's it's gonna be a little it's gonna be lacking a little bit I think it's Travis, gonna take a lot Travis got lucky he dated Jenner <laughs> yeah for sure I mean maybe he didn't get lucky Astroworld could be terrible <laughs> like maybe the curse transfers to the Jenners it's true but then again think about it ASAP Rocky's dating the Jenner oh is he low key Kendall he's been oh. with her for a little bit oh I mean well maybe that's why his album hasn't come out in a while that's true. I think it's also because he's dedicated more of his time and presence to the fashion game. Oh, yeah. And he's he's growing big party. in that. Yeah. yeah. Um, Didn't he just sign a deal with... Who did he sign a deal with? Under Armour. That's who it was. Um, he can't make Under Armour fresh. The logo too ugly. <laughs> that is true. He can't do it. Yo, maybe he maybe he flips that A into something else. Steph you never Curry know. couldn't even know. save Under Armour. That's true. That's true. Well, okay. So, yeah, lots of albums to anticipate. Um, that is it for the Dig Deeper segment this week. Um, I thank Gerald and Brandon for coming through to the studio Appreciate to discuss uh, this half year of hip-hop and R&B. Um, we'll definitely have both of them on the podcast in the future to chop it up about, you know, some new releases, some artists, you know, some famous beefs. It'll be good to get the conversation flowing. Um so that's it for this episode of Thinking Outside the Boombox. Um, are there any social media outlets you all want to plug for yourself? You know, get that out there. The people know you. Gerald Porter, G-R-L-D underscore P-R-T-R. There it is. Hit your boy up. Is that on Instagram or Twitter? What's that? On the IG, of On course. the IG, okay. Brandon? 
straight. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, my man's can't be included. He was so. like, nah, nah, I can't have nobody looking me up like that. I'm 15, I can't be having people. Real G's moving silence. <laughs> That's real. I respect, I respect that. I respect your game on that. Um, so subscribe, rate, review the podcast on iTunes. You can get it on SoundCloud, all of that. Tell your friends about it. You know we up here with the knowledge. Don't so be stingy. Show yeah. the boy love. Yeah, yeah. Show the boy love. You know, you know. Tell your friends about it. Put it on at a party. They don't need to hear music. Just put the <laughs> podcast on. Um, but thank you all for listening. I will be back next week with a new episode. I thank you for tuning in. Peace. Peace. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.